Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. O'Reilly Auto Parts specializes in keeping your car on the road. Not sure how much life is left in your battery? Our professional parts people will test it for free. If it does need to be replaced, we'll help you find just the right one to fit your car. Our superstar batteries are built to handle even the toughest conditions. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast, and with me, as always, is my best friend and the other host of the show, Errol Robles. Hey, what's up, guys? Episode 89, uh, the year Edward and Spencer were born. <laughs> so, yeah, we're here. So, I finally, well, this, this past weekend was, uh, I think I had very interesting choices of movies that I decided to watch. Uh, so I finally watched Encanto. You did? Oh, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I finally watched it. Um, you know what? I, I'll say this. I'm now. I think, and I think you could probably relate to this too. I'm now at a stage of my life where I just see it. I'm like, I get it. I get why kids like this. The Encanto. Yeah, and it's it's because like you know like there's people that like. I don't know if there's any controversy with Encanto. I, I don't. I don't know, and frankly, I don't care. But um, like you I know, there's the, the, the like, controversy. Like, huh? I think there was a controversy with like a song, something about I, like, the Bruno or something. Like that. No, it's just, it's just a song about how they don't talk about Bruno, which I, I can't stand the song. The song is just probably the fact that people just can't stand it because you hear it fucking everywhere. But like, no, okay, <laughs> like, as I've far as I know, heard. like I know the the movie Luca. Um, it was like a kind of like an underlaying, like the the hidden message was like kind of about uh, homosexuality was a, for Luca. Um, so that was really? kind of first, yeah, yeah. Damn, that I did not see that. I know, I know. Turning red was like about a, a, a turning. The, I don't know if I want turning, to watch it. It turn, just seems. Turn, turn, it just no, looks no, no. weird. And no, it, no, no, it, no. it well, looks weird, and the girl turns into a fox when a a, 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 a giant pand, red panda. When I, I guess when she has feelings, uh, no, it's, it's not okay. That's what I was to say. So, uh, okay, so here's my deal. Turning red, my kids just see it, that it's a panda, right? Me, that I know what's going on, or I you know I pay attention to certain things. To me, and I've had this conversation with a few friends. Um, I think it's basically like the changing body of a girl when she turns thirteen to sixteen. Like that's basically what it is. I mean, think about it, turning red. And they even mention it in there, like, oh my God, are you going through some of the changes? And you see the mom coming in with some uh, 
you know, hygienic products for girls. And so it, it kind of, it's like, you know, she gets mood swings, she gets angry, she gets sad, she gets extremely like, oh my God, this is so cute kind of. And it's like, uh, and then she turns into a red panda. Pretty much. So, so I, that was the gist of it from what I felt was, and then something that has to do with a boy band. Don't know what the connection is there, but like, it, it, okay, so get this out, get this, get this. Um, this is actually set in the early 2000s. So that's why boy band was like a big thing. I mean, if you think about it, it was in, it's set in, in I think in Canada. So, uh, it was like their version of Backstreet Boys or NSYNC or like for teenagers, I guess. That's so what this Backstreet was, Boys and NSYNC were. Well, no, I mean, think about <laughs> it. They were actually like older and you got the 13-year-old girls screaming. Okay, so it was just, it was One Direction. There you go. Okay, there you go. Perfect. There you go. Thank you. Um, so basically that's where it's like, okay, you know, the hormones are going crazy. Um, so that's, that's basically like what I'm saying. It's like, it's kind of like, you know, a girl going through the changes of life of, of womanhood, you know, like come going into womanhood. So that's what they're, I think they're underlying that right there. So I didn't know about the homosexuality about Luca. Uh, that was the mess, the hidden message, the hidden theme. My my, bro- my my kids thought that Luca and Alberto were brothers. Well, I I don't know, but I know they're friends. But I don't I don't know. If, like, I'm not saying that they're gay. I'm just saying that, uh, <laughs> like, like I don't know. I I remember Horror, Horror explained it to me a little bit, but like, because you know they're like they're hiding, right? They're hiding that they're fish people, and, yes. and then and then you find out that there's they they there's been they've been fish people living among. The, the the people up in you know above in land, so like yeah, I, I, I haven't you, watched I Luca. The fish that, people metaphor. The fish people. Metaphor it was metaphorically like, like you know that yeah. you know they're you know they're some good. people are, you know sometimes you have to hide yourself it, or but you know sometimes it's like the message like you know be yourself is what you're trying to say. Um, yeah. So like that was like a it, there was a controversy because of that, but uh, and and so I don't really know if there was any controversy with with Encanto. Um, I, 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 but I was like at that, at that stage where I'm like, I can see why kids like this movie because, you know, obviously, uh, but I was like, dang, this, 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 this movie's pretty deep because, you know, obviously the theme is whole, the, you know, family. Um, you're like, everyone, everyone is important. You know, everyone's important in the family not, not one person's more special than the other person. So I liked it. I actually enjoyed it. Um, uh, I thought, I thought uh, Manuel Lim Miranda was in the movie. I know he wrote some of the songs, but it was actually John Leguizamo that plays uh, Bruno, which I was like, okay, this is an yeah. instant win. So, because, you know, John Leguizamo is, well, he's Sid. So, he's forever Sid the Sloth and, and Luigi in the, in the really terrible Mario movie. Um, so, <laughs> the only Mario, well, until, until that Chris Pratt Mario movie comes out, the only Mario movie. But, um, but yeah, so I, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. Uh, and then <laughs> later on that same day, um, I watched Deep uh, Deep Water. I don't know if you've seen that one. No, I have not. Uh, with Ben Affleck and um, the Spanish uh, actress. I don't know her name. Um, but that was crazy. <laughs> so if you right. if you know what Deep Water is, watching Encanto one minute and then the next minute watching Deep Water. It's a it's very 
<laughs> very different movies. Because uh, so basically in that movie, it's uh, they're they're I it's like a failed it's like a failing marriage, but like in order to keep the marriage intact for the sake of the child, um, he he allow like Ben Affleck's character allows his wife to to have friends. If you know what I mean, yeah. And then, but then, like, he also kills them. Damn, I don't know what to say. <laughs> so, so I was, yeah, I was watching. I was like, this is. A, I was actually watching. I, I thought it was. It was a pretty good movie. Um, it was hilarious. Scene. There was like a. There's like a random scene where where uh, Ben Affleck is eating ass. So that was kind of. Funny. <laughs> That was the highlight of me. Me and Wendy saw Wendy highly. Well, she didn't highly recommend it, but she recommended me to watch it. And she she talked about how Netflix was eating ass in the movie. Oh wow! <laughs> and then when when I saw the when the when I saw the scene, I started laughing too because I was like, "This is the scene that Wendy remembers the most. It's the scene where Ben Affleck's eating ass." <laughs> so, oh man, I thought that was a interesting choice. Choice of directing, but okay. <laughs> well, that's insane. Oh, but yeah, so quite eventful, quite a eventful weekend. You, did you watch anything? Just the the regular uh, YouTube actually, shows. Well, no, actually, believe it or not. So, I mean, you already know my kids have actually liked Sonic, the movie, the new one, or I'm sorry, the first one. I'm planning on taking them next time I have them. To go see Sonic Two at the movie theater, see if it's still there. Are they? Are they? Kinda, are they able to like sit in a movie theater? Or that's what I'm about first to movie? find out. Yeah, this is going to be their first movie experience. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm about to find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyways, so we were watching Sonic, and then we were going scrolling through the motions of the TV and stuff, and then finally he goes, "Oh, okay." He sees Sonic, but Sonic X, the cartoon. He goes, "Oh, there's Sonic." And I was like, oh, that's not the movie. I was like, but do you want to watch it? And he's like, yes. And I was like, okay. So, of course, Mateo was like, no, no. I don't want to watch it. And then all of a sudden, it starts playing. And then when the song starts, I still remember it. I was Gotta like, go oh, faster. Man. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, this is so awesome. I just remember back to, like, my, like, middle school days and stuff, like, watching that. Oh, my God. They love it so much. And they're like, and then when every time he was like, I gotta go fast and then he just takes off super fast like running it's like he's even faster than the one off the movie so the kids are just running around the house they're going faster saying they're Sonic and I was like oh man this is so awesome that my kids like this old school stuff so now it's like we're, they were even watching it on the way when I was dropping them out they were watching it on the way and I was like aww I was like they like Sonic X I was like this is so awesome <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a really cool thing I think uh I thought it was really cool when I was watching Mar- when Heidi like found Martin interesting. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, because like we were gonna we were gonna go see a Martin. movie, but the, the movie wasn't gonna start till a later time, so we were just hanging out. And I I think I I honestly had the TV on like a random channel. I, I I'm pretty sure it was BET. Um, and Martin was on, and so then you know I I was gonna change the channel, but then Heidi was like, "Oh, what is this?" And I was like, "Oh, that, this is Martin. It's a." It's a show from back in the day, nineties. Um, yeah, I was like, it's it's pretty it's pretty funny, and then so she, she she sat there and watched it. So she was watching it a bit, and she was just like, she's like, this is a good show, and I was like, <laughs> like okay, I, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I don't know if she's, I don't think 
Heidi's gonna keep watching Martin, but but I thought it was pretty cool that she she found it interesting and she did find it funny. So um, Martin's a pretty good show. Very under. I don't. It's a show that I, I feel like people don't talk about enough. But uh, but yeah. So I mean, I would want to watch. Uh, so she wants to I watch actually, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Like she's been really so, wanting to watch it. Um, because like she sees like TikToks and like. The reason why she got interested in knowing more about Fresh Prince of Bel Air is because, and she researched, like, that's the thing that's crazy that they, they, you know, kids now research shit. Um, and it was because, like, she was watching a TikTok and I heard, you know, it was a scene, it was like the, the audio was from a scene from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And so I was like, are you watching Fresh Prince of Bel Air? And she's like, no, I'm watching TikTok. And then that's when she asked me, like, what's, what's Fresh Prince of Bel Air? And I was like, oh, it's this, this sitcom that was back in the nineties where, you know, this guy from Philadelphia moved, you know, moved to California with his rich family. Um, and then it's like all these hijinks happen. And then so she's just, so she's like, she wants to watch it. And so, so I don't know if she's watched it yet. I mean, you know, I have HBO Max and so she can definitely watch it, but yeah. uh, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, it was interesting how, how, see, like Heidi at least is intrigued and will want to check it out. Like it, you know, there's the, you know, the, you know, there's, this is a generation now where they were, now everybody wants to listen to Nirvana because of the Batman. Um, it's just the one, and now I hear that song every day on the radio, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting tired of this. <laughs> getting tired of something in the way. Yeah, but no, what they're gonna say is, um, yeah, you know, I mean, it's cool. Um, actually, I actually downloaded Pluto on my phone just to watch Spin City. Oh yeah, man, that was that was a good the show. Michael J. Fox. Yeah, that was before he had Parkinson's too. Yeah, it was like when he was diagnosed, and then like he had to leave because it was getting kind of bad. How'd you feel after he left? Eh, I didn't like Charlie Ching too much. It was always like the womanizing, sarcastic dude. Michael J. Fox was the underdog, basically, who would always try to look for love, but you could never get it. But he was still the sarcastic one. He was like the funny guy. So it was like. It, it, it was like it, it worked, and then of course she had the surrounding cast, which was they were pretty good. So, see, I always Spin City always gave me the same vibe as Just Shoot Me, but I never really liked Just Shoot Me. Mm. You know, like the the the, the sitcom, yeah, like, the one with David Spade, the one with David Spade. Like, like I I I, well, I remember watching like, because you know it'd be on UPN at, at, at a certain time. And I'd be like, I feel like this would be something I'd like to watch because it's David Spade. But then I'm like, I really don't care for it. I think it's just probably because of the, the, you know, that was based off of a, a magazine, like a fashion magazine. So I was like, maybe I just didn't care about that. But And then obviously yeah. once, I, once I saw, Fra- which is funny, like on hindsight, I think I would have really enjoyed Frasier, but as a child, I probably wouldn't. But like now I might have actually enjoyed watching Frasier. Once again, I you know I was a kid, so I, I didn't I didn't yeah. care. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't care too much. That was like my know. sign to like go to bed <laughs> when like yeah, the right. music from Fraser came on. It was like that fucking xylophone. Deal. It was, yeah, it was like the but it was funny because a lot. Well, not funny, but it's interesting because it was like said to be like the funny, like the smartest sitcom. Because of because of what because Fraser it was a, and it's crazy because that was a spinoff. From Cheers, I was like, I never watched mm. Cheers. I, 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 I never. All I was, remember from that is. That's when everyone. Yeah, sometimes you want to go over everybody knows your name. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know, 
so I'm like, I, I, I never watched Cheers. Uh, that was like, I, I feel that that was way, that was a little bit before my time. So I wasn't going to like it. Obviously, I watched like the Cosby show one and, uh, and Full House. Like, that's my, that was my realm. But, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Who, who's to say what's the next thing that kids are going to be into now these days? Hey, we ne- you never know. We might start a podcast about talking about 90 shows in the 2000s. We'll see. There's probably that's man. It's crazy to think now that like Nirvana is considered like old music. It's considered a retro because it came back to. Yeah, I mean, because of the Batman. Yep, pretty much. They reuse it. Just so that's when I think. I think. I think think that's. I think that's when it's retro because it's like it kind of not not that it died. It had its own following and stuff. It's Nirvana. But then, of course, it came back, and all the young people are like, "What is this? No way! My dad used to look. Oh, that's when you're like, oh, your like dad, you oh. my dad has this this thing called a CD." <laughs> Dude, honestly, I'm just like, I think if I give my kids a CD, they're just gonna chuck it, thinking it's a frisbee. I, I love the videos of like of like when people when people give like a Gen Zer like old tech and have they have to figure it figure out how it works. Yeah. Like someone gave their uh, someone gave their kid like a cassette a tape player, recorder. yeah, yeah, tape recorder, cassette. No, you know what they gave them? They gave him the the recording that all, all the kids wanted back in the nineties, the one from Home Alone. Oh and man! They're like, they're like so what is cool. this? They're like, and then they pulled out the cassette and stuff. And it's like, it's like, do you? They're like, do you, is this a hard drive? And I was like, oh my god! I was like, no way! <laughs> yeah, but, I, okay. I thought it was funny the the floppy disk. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's just it's just a different time. But hey, man, we got a uh, we got quite the loaded show, so we should probably start talking about soccer. So <laughs> we got some headlines, man. We got a huge storyline. It's gonna hurt Edward's feelings a little bit, but you know what? It, it happened, and it's just what it happened. Yeah. Um. Some it's a it, a lot of it's it's nothing negative. This this episode is actually a pretty I think a a pretty good uplifting episode. So it's gonna be nothing. Nothing crazy happened this week, this past week at least. Nothing too, as far as I know. Uh, we're gonna recap the quarterfinals of Liga Mekis. Now we have the semifinals. Um, it's crazy to think who's who's in it. Basically, all the favorites got in. So Edward was right. <laughs> um, have some game recaps. Announce our players of the week. Highlight some games for the coming weekend. It's the last week. It's the this is the last. I mean, besides the Bundesliga, Bundesliga is over. But um. This is the last week of the regular season of a regular season. It's the re- it's the end of the seasons. All all seasons are wrapping up. We're gonna find out who's gonna be champions, who's gonna be relegated down to the second division, who's going up to the first division. Um, so much is gonna be coming, is gonna be at its end. Um, if if you're an Arsenal fan like me, um, look, the expectations were not that high this year, so. Was it was this a great ride that they, that Arsenal took us to where they got to fourth place? Maybe still have a chance. I mean, right now I'm probably going to be the biggest Norwich City fan in the world, but you know what? I I I think it was a good ride, a good run. Um, I think Mikel Arteta has something here. Um, I, I mean, ignore the Newcastle game, but there's something in there's something that this club has. There's missing. Maybe they're missing that one extra thing. Probably a striker, but. You know, there, I think that there's Arsenal is going to be somebody. It's going to be a team to watch for for the years to come, especially with Smith Rowe and Saka and and Odegaard 
running that that front three. But you know, maybe they need to add a striker. A striker might help for sure. But um, but yeah, so, I mean, so that's that's my. We'll, we'll we'll get a little bit further down the road, and then we'll do wrap the show up with a three up, three down. Uh, and we're gonna do wrestler entrance music. So we did our wrestlers uh, a while back for WrestleMania. There's no real particular correlation as to why I chose this one. I just randomly selected entrance music because you know what you loved. One of the reasons why you probably loved the wrestler was because of their entrance music. So we're yeah. gonna go ahead and share a three up, three down. But yeah, so that is gonna be the episode. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with headlines. <laughs> Yo, Edward, I'm digging that jersey. Where did you get it? Thanks. I got it at Fanatics.com. What's Fanatics? Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. You can get the gear of all your favorite teams. Even NASCAR? Even NASCAR. If you shop using our link, not only will you be getting swagged out, but you will also be supporting Insert Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network. Nice. I'm going to start shopping now. And we're back, man. Make sure you guys follow us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at InsertNameFC. This is the last week of the season, so guess what? That means we're going to go ahead and post uh, the the giveaway. We're on Instagram and Twitter, so it's two separate giveaways. One on Instagram, one on Twitter. And I'm I'm giving away a jersey. So, And probably at the shittiest time because now all the clubs are unveiling their new jerseys, so yeah. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so there we are. That's the world I'm living so, in right now. He's so excited right now. Oh, I mean that Real Madrid, the new Real Madrid jersey. I, I I get that people say Real Madrid jerseys are boring, but it's clean. You gotta at least say it's clean. The new Real Madrid jersey, uh, <laughs> the one from the 120 FC uh, anniversary jersey. Yeah, it's clean. Yeah, I like the print trim. It's clean. It's clean. So, so fuck off all the people. Oh, it's boring. Another white jersey. Of course, we're the it's most blancos. Like, I mean, like <laughs> that's like if Barcelona decided not to do a blue and red striped jersey for the home kit. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. <laughs> they decided to go magenta. So I mean, like, no, of course, those it's a given that they got to do those jerseys. Now the secondary kit, they'll go a little bit crazy. They'll do something a little different. Actually, they are they leaked all the jerseys. There's always somebody that leaks the jerseys, so we. You probably have a good idea what the jerseys are. But anyway, yeah. But yeah, once again, follow us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, at InsertNameFC, especially if you want to be in on the jersey giveaway because you have to follow us on, on the social media platforms in order to be part of it. So there, there you go. Get to it. So there's already checking off one of the requirements to, to do the giveaway. So helping you out there. But let's get going with these headlines, Edward. All right. This is the only one that's going to suck for you. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming. No. I, I'm assuming. I don't know. <sighs> but uh, we 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 kind of talked about it last week, but it obviously wasn't official. Now it's official. Erling Haaland is set to go to Manchester City next season. Manchester City has triggered Borussia Dortmund's 75 million release clause in order to go ahead and swoop in Erling Haaland with, for a five-year deal and will put him as one of the top earners of the club with his new teammate, Kevin De Bruyne, who I'm sure is very happy that he is getting finally the number nine that they, this team has desperately needed. No offense to Gabi Jesus. I mean, last, last, last year we were talking about the possibility of Harry Kane going to Manchester City and they just said, okay, Harry Kane doesn't want to come. Well, Tottenham's trying to be 
are being assholes about giving us Harry Kane, screw it. Let's go ahead and get the prodigy, you know, son of a former Manchester City player. And that is Erling Haaland going back to Manchester. Yeah. So before we get into the, the discussions of who, what benefits who in this, in this, uh, how do you feel about, about Erling Haaland's departure of Borussia Dortmund? Yeah. Um, honestly, I just, yeah, I'm not too excited. It was about the inevitable. It. You know, the only way, the only, the only way that I think they could have probably kept him was if he had like a freaking that. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if you know, but like, Pedri, Pedri has a. I think it's a either a hundred and seventy-five million. No, one billion. Released, one billion release club. One billion Be- dollars. Be- Pedri. Uh, Gavi, I think. I don't know about Gavi, but I know Pedri. I know Pedri and uh, Pedri and Ansu Fati for sure have those one. And and uh, and, uh, Federico Valverde, all three of them have a one billion release clause. Yeah. So, yeah, so taking a page out of Barcelona and Real Madrid there, but yeah, honestly, especially because we we all know Erling Haaland is yeah, (laughs) he's definitely gonna be. When they say when they, when they say million for Erling Haaland, it like, is yeah, seventy five million. It's it's kind of cheap. It's crazy that they got because I mean in FIFA it's like three hundred million to get Erling Haaland. In yeah. the video, well, well, we'll get to they'll be like we'll get to they, FIFA in a bit. They'll, <laughs> but, they'll, they'll, they'll be they'll be like they'll be like oh yeah they'll be like oh let me go ahead and um I want to go ahead and, and and do do this like I want to I want to spend this much on on Erling Haaland. And even your your scout tells you, oh yeah, you have to pay between uh, one hundred and seventy five uh, seventy five thousand, uh, or maybe even like one million, to like I don't know what it is, one hundred and twenty five million. And you're just like, God damn! And then you know, and then you see it in real life. It's like, uh, is there a way to go to that price? And just pay the release clause. Oh, yeah, bro, nah, it, it's it's a um, it's crazy, you know. You know, we, 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 we knew that there was a lot that won. There's a lot of storylines that are going into this summer of, of players leaving. Obviously, Luis Suarez just had his final game with Atletico Madrid. Hector Herrera is on his way to the Houston Dynamo, uh, at, after this week. We're going to the Houston Dynamo making his debut there, which I'm very much excited. Definitely will be going to that game for that one. Um, yeah. but you know, Mbappe possibly going to be inking his deal with, with Real Madrid pretty soon, even though PSG's like, Really trying hard to fight it. Um, Robert Lewandowski looks likely will be going to Barcelona. So there, you know, kind of, you know, when we talked about last last episode was when we we're talking about these players that are going to be going out of contract, and and basically the storm that's coming now of of now these guys are getting getting signed. Yeah, and, but we still have players that teams are going to pay those transfer fees for. And Manchester City here, they they went ahead and got Erling Haaland. Before we talk about Erling Haaland specifically, what does Erling Haaland bring for Manchester City? Well, um, honestly, bro, I think they just, he brings what they need. They need somebody who finishes. Like, you know, they just, we saw, we saw in the Real Madrid game that Gabi Jesus, um, who else, even, um, Mares, even Mares, bro. Like, 
he had a clear chance and he still didn't get to finish. I think Haaland will be the one to <clears throat> finish that. He'll be the one to finish all the goals. He'll be the one to basically, he could make his own plays. He doesn't have to be just the, the one that they're, hey, we're going to pass you the ball. He doesn't have to be a Cristiano Ronaldo where it's like, yeah, you're in the middle. We're going to go ahead and send it to the ball. He can literally run. That dude is a side, like that dude's speed is crazy. Sad to say, it's like, it's not that he has like, he does not, I put this, uh, my mind is blanking. Um, he doesn't have bad technical ability, but it's not something that he focuses on himself. He focuses on his speed, on his power, and his finishing, for sure. Um, but he does have technical ability, um, so it's, it's, uh, it's possible for him to create his own plays. He has a rocket of a shot. Um, he can go for the high balls. So it's like, I'm honestly just waiting for him to do uh, scissor, uh, Chilena, honestly. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what a chilena is, it's the bicycle kick. Um, no, but yeah, it's, it is crazy to think that like Manchester City, the team that essentially has everything, at least you would imagine they do. I mean, you look at that that roster; it, it's it's definitely the one of the best rosters you can buy. Missing is that number nine spot because I mean, you you look on the wings, you have you know Phil Foden who converted from a you know a central attacking midfielder to now. Winger because you know you got Kevin De Bruyne, but um, yeah. you know you got Phil Foden. Uh, I believe on the other, I could be either Raheem Sterling or Jack Grealish. Who it's funny that you spent a hundred million dollars on a guy and, and he's on and he's on the bench. Um, in the mid, you know, we 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 just mentioned Kevin De Bruyne. You you you've got one of the one of the best players in the Premier League, and, and definitely one of, one of Pep Guardiola's favorite players to be out there in the midfield. Um, this team is just very stacked, and I think, yeah, you needed that that finisher. That you got the creativity, Phil Foden. If there's one thing you can say about Phil Foden, the man's the man's super creative on the field. The way he plays with that ball. Same thing with Kevin De Bruyne. He can finish himself too, but you know he can also create some plays. Raheem Sterling, the man's a magician out there on the field. Um, Jack Grealish, Jack Grealish is Jack Grealish, and um, but you add. A player like Erling Haaland, and he's only going to get better. Pep Guardiola can't screw this up. Nope. Like it's crazy to think. Like, like I feel like this. This. This is the missing piece. This is now where Manchester City has no excuses. They have to win the Champions League with Erling Haaland up top. Yeah. Like without it, without any doubt. But like. All right, but enough about Manchester City because, you know, you and me hate the thought of anything for Manchester City. Is this the right move for Erling Haaland? Is this the right place? Is this the right situation? Or was there anything that would have been better than this? I mean, personally, you know, you know already, I would have loved for him to go to Barcelona. But, you know, um, Manchester City... It's a good move. It's it's a really good move for him. It's a good move for Man City. Um, the thing is now, I think everybody in Manchester, like everybody in the EPL, is going to try to 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 make it. Like they're going to try to bolster themselves up in defense, knowing that they got to face up against that guy. And the thing is, 
that's also one thing where I want to see early Halan versus Virgil van Dyke. Yeah, that's the matchup right there. That's that's gonna be hell of a hell of a game. Like just crazy. If you if your match is United, you gotta go ahead and ship off Harry Maguire. <laughs> yeah, dude, honestly, <laughs> like man. Go go get yourself Matias Delict or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um I mean you got Danny Vanderbeek already. Might as well just go for Delict. I mean, go, go ahead, go, just basically go, go get a PSG from 2018. I mean, not PSG, oh. uh, Ajax, the 2018 Ajax, Ajax team. Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. man. That, it, it's, it's, but you know what? We, we all knew that Erling Haaland was going to be set, was going to, was, was bound to have his big money move. It's kind of funny that this is, this was like a, a joke from, from, you know, the champions, the, the, that, that little, Bleacher Report show that they have. Bleacher Report football. Yeah. A little cartoon series that they do, the champions. And, and Erling Haaland's like, when they're like, so you're staying early? He's like, yes. Till the team buys me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They need to replay that, you know. Man, that's, it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, Erling Haaland. I, I think it's funny because like a lot of people are like, oh, you know, Manchester City making a typical move, you know, going and getting the best players. But it's like this is a little bit different because the fact is that this is a team where his that his dad played. Yeah. Yeah. Um shoot, I mean, if I'm Manchester City, I'm not gonna lie, I think I'd be trying to figure out how to get Gio Reyna over there too. Oh man. You know, go go you know, another former Manchester City uh child. <laughs> another 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 son of a Manchester City player. Um because you know Claudio People that didn't know Claudio Reyna used to play for Manchester City. Um, so I mean, and you know the you know their part the partnership that Erling Haaland. Not, not saying that Kevin De Bruyne, you know, because you know that's essentially Kevin De Bruyne's position, but it definitely would would help would help to have a good backup because you know Kevin De Bruyne isn't getting any younger. Um, even though you have Phil Foden, but essentially you moved him to the wing, which I mean, Gio Reyna could also play on the wing. So, so there's that. But yeah, Manchester City. This was a, a, a big move. Got him on the cheap because, yeah, government should have done better about that release clause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jesus telling you, bro. Jesus I'm telling Christ. you. I mean, don't get me, don't get me wrong. They didn't. They didn't lose on the sale, but I'm pretty sure they could have gotten a hell of a lot more. No, yeah, definitely. Definitely, but yeah, man. So early, early Halan will be in the blue of Manchester for for next season for sure. Uh, Speaking of things that would probably feature early Halan in the Manchester City shirt, EA Sports is now ending their thirty year relationship with FIFA. FIFA will no longer will not re, will continue their 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 uh, sponsorship with EA, meaning that no, now now that EA does not have the name rights to FIFA. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, FIFA, if you guys played FIFA, which I'm, I'm, I assume that's how most people got into soccer from America is by playing FIFA. But, yeah, FIFA, you know, me and Edward, we played FIFA for years. Uh, when I look back at it, I think I might say I'm either between FIFA, FIFA 11 or FIFA 13 was probably like 
to me was the better of FIFA's. But uh, yeah, but you know, me and Edward grew up playing FIFA. FIFA 05 is probably like the one I most remember playing because uh, just because they had Zion and Lennox on the well, that, that, and that's in the first year when they brought out the Mexican League, too. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, the Mexican League. And I actually did like how they used to do free kicks in that game. It wasn't too hard. No, it wasn't too like, hard. Oh, man. Once you do the cheap, once you knew how to do the little, the little, the little trick to it, but now I'll just struggle with doing free kicks now. Yeah. But <laughs> just go ahead and do a field goal. It, it's easier. So, <laughs> so Viva 23 will be the final installment of the FIFA legacy because um, now that means EA now has to change their, their name and they've been they did they, they already like let people know what the name was going to be and um, I found it kind of funny <laughs> what they chose to name it because well you know this podcast's name <laughs> so EA decided to, EA Sports decided to name their next their new soccer series EA Sports FC they were listening to our podcast and they were like, hmm. Man, this is EA actually what we Sports should do. FC. <laughs> but like I said, it will that'll be for 2024. 2023 will still feature will be the final FIFA game. So, you know, you can be angry at the at at the at the shitty game. Look, FIFA's gone down over the years, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> the gameplay's been fr- frustrating. Uh they haven't really done much for career mode. Um, pro clubs, I know a lot of people tend to... I know Edward played pro clubs a little bit. Um, I don't know if you still do, yeah. but... Nah, dude, I haven't touched FIFA in a while, bro. I yeah. actually... Okay, so my my thing is I started with a, a Andres Iniesta to be... like I retired him, made him the coach. I think I've been like two seasons with like uh, either a Chinese team or a Japanese team. I can't remember. I'm trying to get to PSG to make the dream team because <laughs> they have the funds. Hopefully, maybe maybe a new time. Mm-hmm. So it, obviously, people are like, "Oh man, the FIFA brand like does that mean they they're going to lose a lot of their a lot of their partnerships and not able to to licensing?" Well, they, like I said, they did do a little little video to like promote EA Sports FC, and they you know they showed a lot of. You know, they still have the chance. They still kind of said like they're still they still have the license with Champions League, which that's still their licensing. They still have the MLS. Um, so as far as licensing goes, here's a quote from what they said from from uh, EA Sports: Our unique licensing portfolio of more than nineteen thousand players, seven hundred plus teams, a hundred plus stadiums, and third leagues that we've continued to invest in for decades will still be there uniquely in EA Sports FC. That includes exclusive partnerships with the Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga. Syria, the MLS, and much more. They also kind of made a little hint to the women's leagues. So they had a, I believe they had like a little picture of of the of Chelsea's women's uh, the, the women's club for Chelsea. So maybe there's a possibility that now you're going to be able to play with some of the women leagues in Europe. Maybe the NWSL gets thrown in there as well. So maybe they're opening themselves to new horizons because it's. I feel like it's more of an open competition now, especially because. While FIFA may not be no longer licensed with EA, they will become a non-exclusive license. So meaning that they get, you know, EA can still use FIFA in, in some cases, especially if they come out with a World Cup game. But because they're non-exclusive, that means has 
anybody, any, anybody else that decides to make a soccer video game could get licensing from FIFA. Oh God, I just thought of, uh, I just thought of a company. I don't even know if they're still around anymore, but, uh, THQ. Uh, they said, well, I mean, they lost, well, they lost WWE to 2K, so I don't, I don't think they're bright. Or what if 2K decides to make a soccer? They could. So this opens up competition. If it, and I'm just going to say this competition might actually make EA actually do better (laughs) with FIFA. They're still going to focus on microtransactions and food. Oh, that's guaranteed. I mean, let's, let's be real because, you know, NBA 2K is basically the same thing. And honestly, I didn't really, I'm, you know, I'm big on like FIFA Street, but Walter, that was just, that was really unnecessary. I was like, man, that was a good one. It's just not FIFA Street. It's just not. It's just not. Volta. Whatever. But speaking of the World Cup, though, FIFA do plan to launch their own game for the World Cup. Oh, yeah, that is true. So, look, I'm I'm just going to say this because I I am a big fan of the FIFA World Cup games. Um... And I've hated where they've gone since, but I actually loved it when it was you. You were able to like do the whole qualification process where you can get you can like I mean I got El Salvador to win the World Cup, so yes, that it was very hard, but but like like you know like FIFA I think 2006 was probably like oh well, no because they also 2010 was also pretty good because they still had it. So like 2010 was the, the last one I can recall because I don't think. 2014. I don't think 2014 had that. I don't think they did one for 2014. Mm. Or if they did, it was it wasn't it, you you couldn't do the qualifiers. Was that South Africa? No, South Africa was 2010. 2010, 2014, 2014, 2014 was Brazil. Because no, they didn't do one. They I mean, they did. They did like an add on because they did the same thing yeah, with the Euros. A, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They did an add on for 2014. Yeah. Because they, cause they remember, then that's when they're like, oh, download the new update. It's free. And that's where it was like Road to World Cup. And then it was like, oh, you only get the teams that are in the actual World Cup. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, not trying to beat it with New Zealand. You know, I'm trying to beat it with, uh, I don't know. China. I don't know. No, I think they were in it. I don't remember. Oh, it was like the, all the, the World Cup teams. Yeah, from the World Cup teams. Like, oh, oh, trying to get to the uh, to the World Cup. Like, to, trying to win to, the World Cup with uh, with Guatemala uh, or Panama or Salvador. You know, like trying to the small team with Canada or Canada. I think it was there. I don't remember anymore. Yeah, it's a. Uh, but I think it's it, it does open up some competition now for like sports video games. Because uh, yeah. you know, EA has had such a huge monopoly over this. I mean, even though I believe Pez now has like licensing with like Juventus, but I'm assuming that the fact that EA went ahead and got licensing with Syria, that in some way kind of that allows them to get Juventus back. I would assume mm-hmm. if you got the league. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming so, but like, but yeah. So we'll see what EA Sports FC has has in store for us for because you know obviously we. There's one game that me and Errol are going to play is probably the soccer video game. Errol plays a lot of video games, but I mean, uh, I probably just play 
As long as they fix career mode, I'm good. Like, if you fix career yeah. mode, that's all I'm playing. But, like, just make it more... Maybe some competition would help. I've never played Pez. I've, I've always thought about it, but then I'm like, eh. I've heard some things, so I was like, eh, I'm good. It was okay. It just, what threw me off, it was when it was at Winning Eleven. It was, uh, the, the square button was to shoot. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I heard, too. But we'll yeah. see what happens, man. Um, EA Sports FC. We, we know what you guys did. You ain't slick. You ain't slick. <laughs> Yo, right. slick, bro. Speaking of someone that wasn't slick, um, so Marcelo. <laughs> so if guys don't know, Marcelo was a defender over at, at uh, Olympic Leon, though he is set to be joining Bordeaux at the end of the season. Um, he was released from Leon and Maybe it was because of the fact that he played really poorly in that match, but the the headline that kind of took over was he was he was released from Leon for farting in the dressing room and laughing Damn. about it. Farting Damn. in the dressing room and laughing about it like like a five year old child. And let's be honest, uh, I, you probably still, if you like, if you rip a really bro, good one, you'll probably laugh bro, a little bit. I'm pretty sure, bro, I'm pretty sure we, we, we'd end up having flying competitions if we could. That just sounds disgusting. But, bro, you're in the, you're in the locker room, man. Like, you know, you're going to rip one. You just played a full match. Though I'm sure yeah. they're probably ripping some pretty hard ones over on the games. Like in oh, match. Yeah. So whenever, whenever, whenever they go running, like, ah. And then with the, with, the, with the noise of the crowd and stuff, you're just like, oh yeah, no, like, yeah, it's fine. Like, like, uh, like, what's that smell? Like nothing. Like, oh, somebody I mean, was throwing a ball or something. You're on, you're on the pitch for forty by five minutes. Isn't it? I'm, I, I, I'm a something. You're gonna, you're gonna let something out. So, oh yeah, hands, hands down, you're gonna let something out. But anyways, so, it, you know, the, it, it can't like. People, like ESPN FC was was like you know dropping that this was the reason why he was getting released was because he was farting and 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 laughing and the, and the reason why like well why was such a big deal of him farting and laughing is like you know, in the dressing room apparently so um, the coach you know the manager of of Leon and um, and I think the, the the chairman were were which I believe is Juninho uh, were talking to the players you know after after a humiliating loss and I guess. In the back, Marcelo's over here farting and laughing, and I guess <laughs> so. I mean, you know, yeah, it doesn't kind of disrespectful. You know, you know, boss man's talking, and, and you're over here ripping one, ripping some, and and, and giggling your way through. Um, so, so, but like I said, the media ends up going off of it, like Le Keep, ESPN FC, like I said, Bleacher Report. Everybody was jumping in on this because, well, it's hilarious. The guy got cut for farting, and. <laughs> You know, they cut the guy for cutting cheese. And so... Uh, <laughs> no pun intended there, sir. <laughs> oh, and in France. <laughs> because oh. it's cheese. Sacre bleu. <laughs> I know you didn't catch that. I'm doing that. Anyways, so Marcelo comes in, who has never, who has barely used Twitter Gets on Twitter to defend himself, and he's like, "This is not what happened." Um, I mean, it's the end. You know, we're we're near the end of the season. We're one week away from from the season's being over. Um, 
I mean, you know, he's going to Bordeaux at the end of the season. He just played like shit. And uh, in, in in I think it was like a humiliating three nothing loss. So, I mean, you don't, you're not, pay, you're probably not paying the guy. Like, you probably don't, you're not losing anything for, for like cutting him right then and there. So, maybe the fart was a little bit offensive to, to some of the guys because maybe if 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 he was doing this, like, I, for me, if I'm assuming Marcelo is basically checked out, is what I'm, I'm, I'm getting it. You know, it's like, especially it's the last two weeks, like the last two weeks that he's going to be, you know, playing for Leon. He, he, you know, it, it's like that mentality, like when you're in your last two weeks of your job and so, you know, you're, you're not, you're kind of you slacking you off a little Andy, bit. You mean, you mean he pulled a, you mean he pulled a Andy Bernard and took a crap on the dude's hood? No, <laughs> Andy was trying to do that to get fired. Exactly. But like, no, like, I'm he's, no, I'm saying he's, he's just, he's got two weeks left. He's, he doesn't have to really put in work. Like, you, you know, he's gone, you know, you know what I mean? I don't know. So not not like Andy, more so like Michael when he put in his two weeks, like mm. my, like Michael Scott when he's put in his two weeks because you know he, he's over here drinking Scotch for Splenda. And yeah, you, right. Like you find you like you thought Michael Michael was like slacking, but then you realize that when Michael's really slacking, it's like even more, <laughs> it's more uh, distinctive. Maybe that's what it was. He's just like I don't I don't fucking care. We lost. All right, that's cool. I mean, I ain't gonna be here next season. So, but I mean, he said to join the Bordeaux. It's maybe kind of tarnish his name a little bit. Um, you know, the, um, cl- clearly, clearly this, this has left him, left a stain, a stain on him. Um, oh man, are you literally coming up with these puns as you're going? Cause I swear that you're really trying. First, it was a, the stain. It's like, come on. Yeah. You know, he, he um, Next, you know, he's going to say, like, man, talk about a racing stripe or something. Oh, oh no, I, I, I wasn't, I was not thinking that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he, he had his, he had his last, you know, he had a swan song. Um, you know, good old, good old toot. Uh, toot the here we go. Uh, here we go. There it is. There it is. But yeah, so <laughs> I, I thought personally it was kind of funny. Um, Edward, any any thoughts about Marcelo basically getting fired for farting? Uh, no, I think we reached uh, an event, inevitable end there. Yeah, oh. we can go ahead and just rip this off. <laughs> oh, jeez! All right, we're, we're gonna give you guys one more seats. headline. There's there's no debate topic for this episode, but here's the last headline, and it was kind of important that we mentioned this one. So UEFA is actually making changes to the changes that they've already had for the for the new Champions League format. Um, they're making changes to the changes. Yeah, they're making changes to the changes. So Dear. obviously, everybody, whatever. Well, if, if in case you guys want a quick refresher on on the new changes for the Champions League, um, I believe it's starting not the, not 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 maybe twenty twenty four. I think is when it's starting. But essentially, it will be no more groups. It's going to be one huge table. They're going to be playing. They'll they'll play eight matches in total, and then obviously, uh, I think top eight automatically advance to the knockout rounds, and then uh, nine to nine to twenty four will be then put into a knockout round. Winner goes to the round of sixteen, and obviously, if you're in the bottom of that of that, if you're in the bottom of that of that group, you're you're you're, you're done. But um, so that's the that's essentially the new format. 
obviously, I, I believe it's like expanded to 36 teams um, for the Champions League. <clears throat> yep. So they added new spots. And the original plan was to, the, there was two spots specifically that they were going to add um, that were going to be awarded to based on club coefficient. What is club coefficient? It basically means like, essentially it would have been that given to the like to, to to the biggest club that didn't qualify for Champions League. So for example, let's say that's it. Let's say Arsenal. Arsenal doesn't qualify for, for Champions League. And and but their club coefficient's high enough. So because their club coefficient is high enough, they're gonna you know OEFA's gonna be like, Arsenal, congratulations, you're going to the Champions League. Which nobody liked the rule because of the fact that this was essentially UEFA's way of protecting the big clubs because of well the Super League, um, and so you know people you know voiced out and essentially UEFA fell into peer pressure and was like, all right, all right, we we won't do that, we won't do that, we we apologize. So this is the new way they're they're going to do qualifications for the those remain those new additions to the Champions League. So. It's going to be a team in the league ranked fifth in the UEFA. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you, you know the big five. And we, we, we kind of covered the big five, which is the English Premier League, you know, La Liga, Bundesliga, Serie A, and, and, and League Un, or depending on how you feel, League Un or, or, uh, or, or North Portugal. So, you know, I don't know who's considered the fifth ranked. In UEFA, but it could either be Portugal or it could be France. So it'll be a team in that league. Mm-hmm. The domestic champion that that progresses through qualifying. So essentially, I believe like the ones that the winners of the domestic cups are guaranteed a an Europa League spot. So now, I guess if you win your domestic cup, now you have a chance to to qualify for for Champions League if you didn't finish top four. So, so that now you're, but you're given a qualification spot for Champions League now. Mm-hmm. And the remaining two is to the two highest performing countries in UEFA competitions that season. So, if you guys need an example, the two highest performing countries from this season would be England and the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. So, there will be an extra, two extra, quali- an extra qualification spot for England and an extra qualification spot for the for the Dutch. So, I mean, the, so truthfully, I'm like, I'm just like, damn. I'm just like, damn. That's my reaction. In a good way or in a bad way? Uh, more of a, I, heard, I don't know what's going on kind of way. But it, it's just, I was just getting used to it. And now they're changing it again. All right. Fair deal, fair deal. Wait, what is it that's confusing you? Mm-hmm. What it's is just, it? uh, I mean, I guess I, I'll, I'll probably have to read more into it. That way I can get it myself. It just takes me a while to let it sink in, you know? I mean, the, the only thing that's different is just how to qualify. Yeah, I know. For that. that, that well, well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'll have to. I have to look into it even more, like myself. Like, you know me, I have to look into the research. 
Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, I'm just glad that they aren't going off the club coefficient. Uh, I thought it was stupid. Obviously, like once again, it was their way of protecting the big clubs. It was it was pretty obvious that that's what they were doing because obviously Super League kind of reared his ugly face. Uh, but now it's a failure, so now they don't have to worry about that. Damn. So that was essentially why a lot of people protested against the club coefficient. Um, many of the cl- of the clubs, especially like the middle clubs, like I mean, that's gotta suck if you're a West Ham United player, and even though you definitely did better than Tottenham, and and they go to Champions League because their club coefficient's higher than they are, you, you feel you, you'd feel slighted as well. So I mean, yeah, I think that this is this. It's a little bit better. I mean, I wish they kind of stayed stuck with the original format of for the Champions League, which is the group stages and all that, not one big ass table, and then you'll play like eight random matches. But um. You know what? It, it's got to evolve, I guess. I mean, there's still the knockout rounds, but um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But um, but yeah, so that is how UEFA is going to be setting it up. But uh, anything you got to add, Edward, before we go ahead and go into our break? Uh, no, no. I mean, I'm I'm good. I'm still reeling about the Holland, but you know, oh, so that's where, <laughs> where he is at. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna let Edward cope with Erling Haaland going to Manchester I'm City. Doing, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the the Hector the Hector sad stance where he's sitting, sitting down looking down on the floor with Linkler, sitting on his bed. God damn it, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> well, that the, kind of the meme. Me yes, the, the meme. meme that kind of cheered me up a bit. I remember that, Jesus. Yeah. Not, not, you know what's gonna suck now is that now freaking insert name FC is gonna post the pic, the video now. <laughs> like uh, in the background, could you go ahead and put the hello darkness, my old friend? Uh, <laughs> to avoid copyright, we won't <laughs> we won't do that. Right. <laughs> but, oh, you're right, you're right. Take it back, take it back. All right, so while Edward or Edward makes decides to put me while I brush me. up while I, while I brush up on my copyright laws. <laughs> we'll go ahead and take a break and then we'll get going with our our recap of the quarterfinals of the Clausura. Hector, are you listening to music? No, I am not listening to music. I'm listening to my audiobook on Audible. What's Audible? Audible allows you to listen to a large library of audiobooks at your convenience. What if I'm not sure about Audible? Well, you can start a 30-day free trial when you use the link audibletrial.com slash podcast. Not only do you get the experience of Audible, but you will also be supporting Insert Name FC. I'm going to start my free trial right now. And we're back. So Edward, Edward stubbed his ankle or knee. I forget what it was. Anyways. What? <laughs> you stopped. What? You, you hurt yourself. You're like, ow. No, oh, I popped before, before my I press the You popped your elbow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't like know. It's like, it depends. Like, if, if it's like your elbow is kind of like in this weird, like, stuck position, and then you finally yeah. pop it and it hurts. Is that what it was? Yeah. Pretty much. It's like mm-hmm. the tendon. It was that. I hate the. It, it feels so weird. Um, because you're kind of hesitant about whether or not you should bend it or not. So I don't know. Yeah. I, well, I don't no, know. Yeah. I, I, I stressed it all the way out and it's going. <laughs> Yes, yeah. But anyways, so uh 
Liga, the Liga MX Basura, so the quarterfinals are over and we're on to the semifinals. Essentially, all the higher seeds advanced. It's, so everyone was right to not pick Chivas. And, and so there's that. But let's go ahead and recap the quarterfinals. So America beat Puebla 4-3. Pachuca beat Atletico San Luis 5-4. We're pulling for you, Atletico San Luis, but, you know. Yep. We kind of figured this was where, where you'd stop. Tigres beats Cruz Azul in one uh, one. If you guys are confused, probably Edward is confused too. Um, no, Tigres in, was, I think, the uh, second seed. In Liga MX, when it is a tie on aggregate, the higher seed advances to the next round. Is it stupid? Yes. Is there anything? Is there anything we can do about it? No. So, so there you go. That, that's. Trust me, this 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 rule pisses me off so much because there was times where Toluca like even up a game, even up a, ma- a matchup, and I was like, okay, bet they're gonna go to they're gonna go to extra time and maybe go to penalties, and then they, they end the game and it's like, oh, you know, the, the opposing team is going on the next round. It's very deflating. It's very deflating. I, it's very deflating. Um, yeah. So I hate it. I hate the rule. I think it's stupid. But yeah, so Tigres ends up beating Cruz Azul and advances the next round. I mean, it's Tigres, so I guess I'm not I'm not completely mad. But and then Atlas beats Chivas three to two. So all the all the higher seeds end up advancing to the next round, and these are the matches for the semifinals: Pachuca versus America and Tigres versus Atlas. All the higher mm-hmm. seeds are facing off against each other. But uh, yeah, Pachuca America, man. So how do you how do you feel about this matchup? Uh, honestly, I'm rooting for Pachuca. <laughs> you already knew that. You picked him from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. So not really. I think Eric just randomly just looked at Pachuca and was like, "Yeah, I can see them make the playoffs." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Yeah, these guys are the ones that usually tend to make it sometime here and there." I was like, Let's go ahead and root for them. But here they are. They're taking on the evil empire that is America. Yep. I mean, Pachuca's been on a tear. It it would suck for them not to be in the final. Um, somehow I feel America can find a way to win this one. Without the ref help? With the ref help. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> but I think I, I keep, you know, eventually America's got to win, right? <laughs> so, I mean, like, Jesus Christ, like, every time I pick right. America, they, they don't, they don't pan out too well. But, um, no, 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 nobody start with the conspiracy theories. I tried to, I only jinxed them one time. That's what, my goal was to jinx them only once. Yeah. It just so happens that it just, I guess it, just, it, it rubbed on and continued. Um, but here we are. And then Tigres versus Atlas, Edward, how do you feel about that matchup? Ooh, that one's going to be a good one. Tigres, you know, they barely scraped by. Uh, same thing with Atlas, though, because they were, they literally tied too. Um, no, actually. Did they tie? I can't remember anymore. It was two two or two one. I can't remember. Uh, the first, the first leg, the first game was two one, and then it was one one on the second leg. Okay, yeah, well, at least you know that way. But yeah, um, shoot, and uh, this is a, this is a, this is a bit of a toughie. I mean, this is a bit of a tough one. Um. Truthfully, uh, Tigres started on the second half. They started attacking a lot more, like close to the end. Um, so 
So I don't know if that's uh, that's something to look forward to later on. You know? Yeah, I get that. But, well, I mean, okay. Um, I'm just going to say this. I, I, want, I, want, I want Tigres in America in the final. What about Tigres and Pachuca? I want Tigres in America in the final. Damn. I, I, I like the narrative with Tigres in America in the final because we're talking about Piojo. Piojo. Piojo's my guy. <laughs> I want all the Piojo. I want as much Piojo coverage as possible. I want a camera right next to Piojo at all times. <laughs> If it if the game rains, even better. Because <laughs> I, I love that, like the the best gif in the world is Piojo, <laughs> Piojo when he celebrated that penalty and the 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 was it no it was a t- the tying goal to force them to go to penalties. Uh, it was a first of all that Cruz Azul America final was amazing, but even better was the 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 fact that Piojo had the the iconic celebration that. Has become a, 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 the, a, the greatest meme ever. I mean, you mean Goku turning Super Saiyan? Super, Super, Super Saiyan Piojo. <laughs> there's just there's just so much gems that come come out of Piojo. It, oh yeah, Piojo is probably like uh, definitely now on the new wish list of people I want to interview if, if he knows English. <laughs> yeah, right. right, bro. What if you could actually somehow get him to do an interview? I would. I would love it. I would love to get Piojo. It would have to be a Spanish interview. I mean, obviously. <laughs> I mean, people wouldn't be able to listen to it on this podcast, but... <laughs> well, I mean, we have some Spanish speakers here. Yeah, we do. But, the, but the if, not if Spanish anything, speakers. We'll have, we'll, have, we'll have Spence translated. <clears throat> yeah, Spencer translated. We'll have Spencer speak, speak on behalf of Piojo. Hell yeah, hell yeah. There you go, there you go. He'll, no, he'll do the speaking we'll, we'll of Piojo. We'll do Spencer's voice. We'll do Spencer's voice. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Spencer, if you're listening to this, brush up on your Spanish, bro. Jesus Christ. But all right. So yeah, Pachuca versus America and Tigres Atlas will be the semifinals. Um, honestly, you can't go in, wrong with any of these of these of these four. It would be cool for Atlas because obviously, you know, they finally win their first, you know, Liga MX title in over a shit ton of years. And to now do a double, that would be to complete the the complete the season to win the Apertura and the Clausura, which is really it's not easy to do because obviously you see teams that like win the win the Apertura but then completely play like shit in the in the Clausura. I mean, Atlas has done really good even with the controversy that happened early in this season. Um, it happened in Querétaro, and to bounce back and possibly achieve a double would be pretty cool for Atlas as well. So I mean, on. Uh, Basically, any of these teams except for America would be cool to see them lift a cup. Yeah. I however, does not deny that one. <laughs> I'm not going to die. It's, it's, it'd be good. I, I'm just saying. That's true. All right, our games to recap. What's your game to recap? All right. So, my game to recap is drum roll, please. All right. So, ironically, we were just talking about it. We were just talking about Liga MX, and I know I hardly ever put a Liga MX game or, you know, but it was actually a pretty good game. Uh, the Cruz Azul versus Tigres game, which uh, they beat Tigres 1-0, a 
but it was a, like I said, I mean, uh, Tigres right at the end, they were just trying to, they were really trying, even, even Gignac and everything, like they were, they were trying, they were trying to score hard. Um, but you see, there, there's the narrative that I want to see for Tigres. I, I mean, besides Piojo, I mean, you have, you know, Gignac, Davin possibly winning his first Mex- Liga MX title. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it's it, it's it's a good one. I mean, that that's why I said like the match was pretty intense. Like it was actually pretty good. Um, they Cruz uh, Azul had fifty nine percent of the possession, but Tigres outshot uh, uh, Tigres outshot Cruz Azul twenty one to ten. Six shots on goal and three shots on goal for Cruz Azul. So it was kind of like a Shooting match, basically, just trying it from far off see if they could. Um, but they advanced to the semifinals, as I said, because of the higher seed rule in Liga MX. So, um, yeah. But, uh, Hector, what is your game to recap? So, we had another cup final between Liverpool and Chelsea this past weekend. Now, last time, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea lost in penalties where they decided to switch Mendy, uh, for Kepa to be the goalkeeper for penalties because apparently he's a penalty specialist. Clearly that was off because he gave up every single goal. Um, damn. But Liverpool beat Chelsea nil to nil and it went to penalties once again as Liverpool won six to five at penalties. Liverpool had 50% of the possession. In this matchup, Liverpool outshot Chelsea 17 to 10, but were even on shots on target with two apiece. Um, this time Chelsea decided to stick with Mendy at penalties. And, uh, well, I mean, obviously it didn't pan out too well for them either. Maybe it just goes to show you that Liverpool is just really good at penalty kicks. <laughs> no, the only, the only miss. What, from Liverpool is actually from Sadio Mane, but that's obviously because Mendy and Sadio Mane have trained together. Obviously, both being from Senegal. But um, but yeah, man, Liverpool wins another wins another cup. The quadruple is still alive and well for Liverpool, um, because obviously they're in the Champions League final, and the the English Premier League is still up for grabs. And it, and with a draw against West Ham United from Manchester City. It is still really close for Liverpool to possibly jump in front of Manchester City and win the English Premier League. So, Liverpool fighting for a quadruple right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty intense for Liverpool because like, dude, like it's just they're they're going at it, they're going hard. So we'll see on the final. We'll see we'll see in the Champions League final. See what happens. I mean, I'm. I'm rooting for Liverpool. I know Kelsey's the rooting for Liverpool. Mm. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, someone in in our little group over here is rooting for Real Madrid. I'm not saying no names. You mean Hector. the team that's in the premier that the team that's actually in the Champions League final, who yeah. has the most Champions League finals in history? Yeah, yeah, that team. Mm-hmm. Never underestimate that team. Mm-hmm. Even if this is not the best Real Madrid team, <laughs> I still stand by that comment. Mm-hmm. With Benzema, you can never. You, there's no doubt. With Benzema, Benzema. Anyway, so players of the week, Edward. Who's your player of the week? <laughs> All right. So my player of the week is actually from 
Erling Haaland, former club. What do you say, Dortmund? I don't think about player. it too much. Too much. <laughs> uh, Q, Q said Hector meme. <laughs> we need to make a sad Edward meme. <laughs> don't worry. Those, there's plenty of those. Trust me. I've gone through too many disappointments already. Um, Oh, so man, I should have kept that league. eyes of the angel when you when you when you destroyed your cleat. <laughs> oh man! <yes. laughs> Especially because they were the legends. Oh, I miss those. Anyways, so my player of the week is Yosafa. Wait, Yosufa Mokoko, who scored the winning goal in Borussia Dortmund two to one win against Hertha Berlin. Which it was, it was awesome. The the reason, okay, so there's also a reason why I picked him, 17 years old and everything. But his celebration was awesome. He went literally instead of just going to the fans and like going to, you know, celebrate. I mean, I I love a player who's like a fan based player. Like he he loves the fans. He he does it for the fans. I'm sure he did it too. But he went straight to the guy that brought him in to the team. Gave him the opportunity and then just hugged him. His first, it's his first, I think it was like his first goal for the team, for Dorthman's team. And, uh, uh, dude, that, it was actually pretty, it's a heartfelt kind of celebration. You know, he went straight through the players. Everybody, everybody wanted to like celebrate with him, but he just went straight, hugged the dude. Like he straight, he straight hugged him. And after that, you know, of course he celebrated with his teammates and everything. And I was like, man, that's a heartfelt moment. That's, that's a, that's basically, his first goal to celebrate, and I'm sure he's gonna have more. So I think, I think that's Dorman. You know what that club does, being able to constantly, you know, come out with talent. You know, that yeah. Is, and and, and with, with the thing is, it's like you know, they gave this kid an opportunity. He took it, and he, you know, he managed to pull it off. It's like it, it, it's like it's not just a farming team, but it's like you know they create these bonds. I mean, think about it. Lewandowski, you know, even though he was in Bayern, but whenever he would face like Marco Royce, like, you know, they're like, they're just hanging around like they're all, they're still playing in Dortmund together. You know, like that, that, uh, that little meme, whenever they were like, they would put the cameras against each, like against them, they would just smile at each other because they were just laughing. They're like, damn, you know, it's, it's like a, I, I think Dortmund brings that out in the players, you know. Or, or Dirk and Klopp. I'm sure, I'm sure, like, let's say Erling Haaland. He's just, he's just a regular dude. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but I'm just saying, like, it's just, I think it's also like that, that club, the way, the way it is, you know. Probably so. But, uh, who's your, who's your player of the week? My player is Ben Yetter. <laughs> <laughs> we saw Ben Yetter. He scores a hat trick in Monaco. Remember them? 4-2 mm-hmm. win against Brest. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, you, you get a hat, you get a hat trick. That's not all penalties. I'm definitely going to put you in on this list. And as a guy that I have, I feel like we don't talk about enough because, well, he kind of just disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ben Yander, man, back, honest, if you're, if you're like a, if you need somebody real quick and, you know, to like help you build your team up, at least attack wise, that's probably a little bit affordable. Ben Yair is probably your guy. 
<laughs> that guy can like smoke Also on foot, by the way. Which oh, really? I, I wonder what, what that's going to be now. Since mm-hmm. you, you got to get rid of the FIFA name. Yut. Yut. Uh, <laughs> Sports FC UT. <laughs> Maybe. Jesus Christ, this is, this is going to be funny. Um, but yeah, so congratulations to Makoku and Ben Yedder for being our players of the week. Given by our proud sponsor, In the Clutch. In the Clutch is licensed apparel from the MLSPA, MLBPA, NCAA, and has some sick retro looks as well. Go ahead and check out their website, intheclutch.com. Use the code insert name at checkout to get 10% off. I'm telling you, man, one, I have some, I have some of their shirts. I have a Kyle Tucker. If no one, if no one bring with, if nobody got me, Kyle Tucker does. Um, have, I have a Kyle Tucker t-shirt and I have a football is live shirt. Um, you know, the material is amazing. It fits great. I highly recommend it. Go ahead and check them out in the clutch.com. Use the code insert name at checkout to get 10% off. Thanks again for being the sponsor of players of the week. Edward has nothing to say. <laughs> All right, games to watch, man. This weekend, we got some games to go ahead and check out. The first game in the MLS, LA Galaxy taking on the Houston Dynamo. There won't be, obviously, we won't have uh, Hector Herrera in this game, but that would have been cool, Chicharito and Hector Herrera. But next game, yeah. I mean, next game, well, probably want him to get climated to, to Houston before you start putting him out there, but Hopefully we we're gonna see Hector Herrera soon, but you know Houston Dynamo taking on LA Galaxy with Chicharito and Douglas Costa. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and then Inter Miami taking on New York Red Bulls. Both both mm-hmm. look pretty, doing pretty good. Yeah. In league league Mekis, I mean it's the semifinals. What what else do you need me to tell you? The semifinals. You know, go go check it out. In League Un, we have RC Lens taking on Monaco and Lille versus Rennes. Once again, this is the last weekend of, of, of the seasons. You know, after that, we're going to the break and, you know, then we're going to go in full transfer watch after that. In the Serie A, we have Sassuolo taking on AC Milan and Inter Milan taking on Sampdoria. Why are we highlighting these two games? AC Milan and Inter Milan are still competing for the Serie A championship. AC Milan is above them right now. Obviously, if they are unable to get some, you know, maybe even a draw, I think it's probably a must win for AC Milan because Inter Milan is right behind them. So AC Milan yeah. is at a must win. Inter Milan obviously has to take, you know, make sure they handle business against Sampdoria before they even remotely concern themselves with what's going on in AC Milan. So that, you know, those are the two games that are going to be, can dictate who's going to win the Serie A this season. Okay, we're <laughs> in the Bundesliga. Obviously, the Bundesliga is over. The season's over. Bayern Munich are champions. Um, we'll have the, for the 20, but there is a game and that is the 2021, 2022 German DFB Pokal final. And it's going to feature SC Freiburg and RB Leipzig. I mean, I think Leipzig is going to take it. So, okay. Oh, there you go. Edward said something. <laughs> in La Liga, I mean, obviously, Real Madrid are champions, but 
Uh, we got Barcelona taking on Villarreal and Real Sociedad taking on Atletico Madrid. So this would be the final game for Luis Suarez, final game for Hector Herrera. It's on the road. That's why they did the whole ceremony after, you know, for, for Hector Herrera and, and Suarez because that was in the Wanda Metropolitano. Here is going to be against Real Sociedad. So it's on the road. So the last game for those two before they depart, uh, Atletico Madrid. Yeah, that's what's going on in La Liga. In the English Premier League, we're going to actually highlight four matches because there's two really intense matches, uh, battles going on right now. We're going to start things off with the battle of fourth place between Arsenal and Tottenham. Arsenal is going to be taking on Everton. Uh, Everton is also, I think, is, I think they're out of the relegation zone, but they're still kind of having to still fight through it. So there's still something to fight for for Everton. But Arsenal needs, needs to get a win. Even though they're, they're, you know, Tottenham needs to do some things too, but Arsenal needs to handle their business in front of them. And Tottenham have Norwich, who's already relegated. I mean, let's go Norwich. Let's go. Let's go Canaries. <laughs> nah, let's go Tottenham. Look, if if there's any team that I don't want to lose fourth place to. I will lose to West Ham. I'll lose to Manchester United. Hell, Damn, I'll even really? lose to Chelsea. But Tottenham? I, hey, man, they got a good, they got a, come on, you know up, they got a good up, front line. Shut the fuck up. Fuck Tottenham. Except for Hummin, son. He's cool. But the rest, fuck him. Um, I can't lose, I can't lose to Tottenham. I hate losing to Tottenham. We lost to Tottenham. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just oh man, Tottenham's probably gonna get fourth place. Is I mean, maybe maybe Norwich can do draw sergeant, <laughs> draw sergeant. I need you here, buddy. I need you. <laughs> oh man! All Tottenham needs to do is win or draw, and they're in the Champions League. Yep, that's it. It's literally lose that I need. The Arsenal probably still needs to win their game. That's probably still an automatic thing. We'll see what happens, man. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm still really proud of what Arsenal has done this year. They've surpassed my expectations. Um, hopefully they can add a few more pieces next season and come back stronger, compete for the Europa League. Hopefully they can maybe win the Europa League, but. I like where this, I like the direction that Arsenal's going to. So I think, I think Arsenal is, is on the cusp of something special here. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> and the other matchup is the battle for first place. Liverpool, Manchester City. Liverpool's kind of got a little, little bit of ground now because Manchester City tied with, with, with West, with West Ham uh, last week. Liverpool is taking on Wolves. It's a favorable matchup, but you can't you can't count out that Wolves team. You really can't. Manchester City, who came off of a draw against West Ham United, is taking on Steven Gerrard's Aston Villa. And Aston Villa that now has solidified Coutinho in their in their roster. That's a huge no, a huge huge pay cut that uh that Barcelona had a, had a deal for that one. Um, but yeah, so. Liverpool is still well in line for the quadruple. We talked about this already, but 
you know, they still have a chance for the for for the quadruple right now if they can win the Premier League and obviously if they can win the Champions League. But right now, I'm sure they're focused on because the final ain't until the 28th. Champions League final ain't until the 28th. This weekend decides who wins the English Premier League. So yep. it's crazy to think that it's crazy to think that we actually <laughs> we're still trying to figure out who's going to win the Champions League. I mean, the Champions League, the English Premier League. At the final day of the season, which I love, I love. It's great that it's like that. I'm sure if you're a fan of these two teams, you're probably miserable. But, but it's cool as an out, like as an unbiased, like a, as someone that has nothing, no connection to these two clubs. It's cool to see that they're battling it out till the final day. Or mm-hmm. if you're a, a rival of the team, which Edward is, <laughs> actually, yeah. he's a rival to both of them. So, I mean, Arsenal's a rival to Liverpool, but let's face it, it's not really that much of a rivalry. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Historically wise, maybe, but, uh, fuck Tottenham. Anyways. But yeah, so that is the uh, Manchester City possibly can win, left another, uh, English Premier League title if they can handle their business. If they don't, Liverpool's going to swoop right in and keep that, keep that quadruple dream alive. But yeah, so yeah. those are the games to look forward to this season. Like I said, this is the, this is it. After this, no more league on, no more Serie A, no more La Liga, no more English Premier League. Last thing to do is Champions League, and the season's over, and it's on to off to breaks. Well, except for MLS. Um. So yeah, there, there's that. But we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with three up, three down wrestling entrance music. Hey, it's Hector. Yo, this is Edward, and, and we, we are, are Insert Name FC. Listen to us discuss news, recaps, and preview games from across the world of soccer. Catch us on unhingedsn.com on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. We will see, see you there. there. And we're back. All right. Three up, three down. Wrestling entrance music. So apparently a, a huge bomb happened today as uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi literally left their titles and just dipped out. So that's, I don't know the context there. But I'm sure it, you know, probably misrepresentation. Probably the yeah, something thing. happened. Yeah. So, Sasha Banks and Naomi, by the way, are like two huge names. I'm assuming, yeah, you because know, I, I know who those two are. So, because I, I don't keep up with wrestling now, but like I know who those two are. So, yeah. So clearly, they it, it probably means something. But all right, so three up, three down. Wrestling entrance music, and we'll start things out with Spencer. Edward, you want me to go first or you want to go first? I can go first. All right. So for Spencer's three down, he has Austin Theory. Trash. Which one? Austin Theory. I need to see. What's, what's Austin Theory's Austin engine? Theory. That sounds familiar. He's a new, I think. Yeah. So now we know Spencer. Um, he watches a new one. He watches wrestling. A-Town Down. That's not it. That's a Papa John's commercial. I was about to say, I was like, yeah, I can tell why it doesn't sound good. Okay, that's all I need to hear. <laughs> wait, 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 what did it say? Hey, town, down, it's all going down. <laughs> oh, so you're like, well, that's all I need that's to hear. That's all say. I need to hear. Uh,. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is <laughs> it's, it's so corny. <laughs> I don't even know who this Austin theory theory guy is, but 
<laughs> that was so bad. Damn. Well, um, oh. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Damn. So, I'm just, I'm just like, oh, damn. It sounds like a, like what a kid would make just music. Be. I'm just gonna stay quiet. I'm just gonna. I'm just. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> I just hear the eight tone down. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm saying quiet. All right, Austin. Austin Theory. All right, number two, Ricochet. One and only remix. Oh, the, I know Ricochet, the wrestler, but I don't know his music. I, you made it sound like you knew it. No, I was like, I was like, uh, I know Ricochet, the the wrestler, but not his music. Let's see what it is. One and only. Oh, interesting. I thought it was interesting. Okay. It's funny that there's a guy named Ricochet in, in the WWE because I, I always remember Bucha Lucha. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, and number one. <laughs> Kerwin White. Which one? Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> you don't remember this one? Which one? Kerwin White. No. When Chavo Guerrero... It was a white dude. Oh, <laughs> when he tried to dress up all proper and stuff. Neighbor. And he dyed his hair blonde. He <laughs> came um, into the ring is. with a sweater <laughs> tied around his neck. I I don't even remember the theme song, but I completely agree because that was that was so wrong in so many that was levels. Bad. You bad. know, we bash people for brown facing and black facing, but Jesus Christ, oh. that that that's up there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was just I don't know what the hell sometimes I question what WWE decides to do with the wrestlers and that was definitely one of those moments mm-hmm. it was oh man oh, that was bad alright so right, Edward what's your three down alright so my three down is actually um um so my third one and I was thinking about it too um it's a Rene Dupree's theme song, the very when he very first came out. Are you the in like French, French Revolution? Yeah, because all it was, it was just like uh, I can't remember it, but it was like super fancy. It was like basically like it sounded French, you know. Well, because I mean he's French. Yeah, I know. But Rene Dupree. Yeah. So I mean, I was like, oh, he was supposed to be French. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't too. I wasn't too fond of it. Okay, okay. Clearly, you yeah. don't like the French. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was a. Uh... Oh, okay. So that was number three. Number two, the Boogeyman entrance song. You like the Boogeyman entrance song? No, it was uh, the Boogeyman. I, mean, I wasn't like. Song. I was just indifferent of it. I didn't really. I didn't think it was, it was bad. A, it was like it was like the Boogeyman. <laughs> 
Like, it was just like, I don't, I don't know. It was just, it was weird. Because it, it was just like... I mean, the, the was boogeyman just, was a weird character to begin with. Yeah, I know. I was like, I was like, um, I was like, I, I guess it was, um, it wasn't, it wasn't my cup of tea. Like, I just, it was just odd. It, it was really odd. Like, I, every time it would come out, I'd just mute the song. And I would like, then play a play. I didn't care much. To be honest, like, I didn't care much about the worms. Like, it was all whatever. But it was just the music. It was just like, the Boogeyman is coming for you. And then, I was like, uh, mute. Oh, or like, I it was a recording. I didn't know, I didn't know it cut that deeply for you, man. Uh, it was just it was cause it, like, it was just like ugh, I was getting tired of it. Um, all right, and uh, my number one. Um, this one, I don't know. Mm, I'm kind of tired, so. I mean, if it's a tie, I mean, Spencer does it all the time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, okay, so my number one, <laughs> you're probably going to be like, why? Really? Well, maybe we might agree. But the first John Cena, Doctor of Thogonomics intro. You didn't like Doug Life? Word Life? No. Were like, I was like, it was just, it, I mean, let me let me put it this way: Is Doug I who Dougonomics? I liked the second rendition when he came back. That one was actually better. It's just the first one, like when he was like when he became the U.S. champion uh, against Big Show and stuff, like. It, I was like, I don't know. I, I was just like, man, I was like, I don't know, man. This niche here, it was just, I don't know. It was, it wasn't my cup of tea. It wasn't my Clearly, cup of that's, tea. Clearly, that's the theme of yours is it wasn't my cup of tea. I didn't like the boogeyman. I, didn't, I don't like no, France. No, no, I, <laughs> I, like, I like John Cena. Don't get me wrong. Like, I like John Cena. It was just that, the very first rendition of that song, you know. Then after he came back, because he was a heel for a while. What? He came no, back. He yeah, he was. John Cena was a heel. John Cena's never been a heel. He's been a heel. When was he a heel? He was a heel at the beginning because he would always he would always win by using his uh, word life knuckles. That, <laughs> no, I promise, bro. He's never I promise. been a heel. Dude, yes, he was. John yes, Cena would was. have ne- would never look, be a heel. That's he's never been a heel. It, look it up. Anybody listening to this, please comment on this if you believe that John Cena was a heel. Spencer, you better I, make a break here and defend and, and, and state your opinion. You're the tiebreaker here. <laughs> like, I'm John Cena has never he, gone he was heel. heel. He was a heel for, for a little while. He was. And then when he got injured and he came back, that's when, every, that's when he, everybody started liking him after he did his interviews and he started trash talking uh, to like Triple H and, and, uh, and like Stephanie McMahon. Um, that's when that's when they started. That's when they started building him up as a as a face, because he was a heel before, and then that's when everybody was like starting to like him because he was talking trash to all the ones that the fans didn't like. 
I promise, I promise, bro. I promise. John Cena, why did Vince McMahon never turn him heel in WWE? Did you really Google that right now? It's an article. No, at first, he was just regular John Cena, clean cut and whatever. But then it was like, they, they, he scrapped that idea and then they made him into the Dr. Thugonomics and that's where, that's when he was like, he was a heel, I promise. He, he was, was a never a, a heel. Of, he was a li- he was a heel for just a little bit of a time. He, he did the he did the Kurt Angle challenge his first time. Wins the Kurt Angle challenge, but he was never yeah, but, a heel. Maybe Kurt Angle was a heel at the time. I think. Oh, you think? <laughs> I'm just saying. But, Bro, yeah, you're, it, not, been, you're like not even remotely right. John Cena has never been a heel. He's been a he's the, he's the face of the company. Even even if he were to like hit somebody, <laughs> people still love John Cena. Mm. All right, all right. Just, I don't know what to say here. All right, what's what's the other one that's tied for? Number one. No, I'm just gonna leave it. I'm just gonna leave it as it is. Okay. Okay. Do you remember? You remember? Do you remember the Mexicos? Oh yeah. When they started, yeah. it sounds like the sound of a lawnmower. Yeah. Was that the the one side? Or is that an honor, uh, dishonorable mention? Oh, all right. Um. All right, I guess I'll go with my, my three down. Um, you good? Yeah. All right. For my three down, at number three, I have Shawn Michaels. Just, um, I love Shawn Michaels, but uh, I, don't, I don't love his singing. You think I'm cute? Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm sexy. <laughs> raspy voice does not help. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then, um, I don't know if that was him. And also, going. like, there's nothing to get hype. Oh no, that was a that was a what's the name of his manager? Just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. Yeah, just the, yeah. I'm not your boy. <laughs> it's just like uh, I make you shiv. <laughs> it just it was just, it was just like yeah. I don't think people should like sing their own entrance music. I mean, John Cena's a little bit different. He rapped. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So that's my number My number three. My number two is Shane McMahon. Uh, is it money, money, money? Yeah. It, was, it comes the money, money, money. It, it also doesn't help that he does the dance, the, the, Shane, the Shane shuffle. Yeah. Uh, that's a... I wonder yeah, if he so still does the it. Shane, the Shane, I'm pretty sure he does when he does the, the, the punch. <laughs> The Shane O'Mac do it before the punch. The Shane yeah, O'Mac shuffle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just uh, this. Yeah, it's cringy, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's also funny because it's like here comes the money. It's like it's your dad's money. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying. What? No, I'm just saying. Like you should try it. Like I mean, what? Yeah, doing the, you're right. the Shane shuffle. Yeah, try it. See what happens. Why, why would I try the Shane Shuffle? I don't know. <laughs> is it, is it going to be like, I do the Shane Shuffle, I'm like, oh, I changed my perspective. I like Shane McMahon. 
<laughs> I like the Shane McMahon entrance music. Maybe. I don't know. This is, this is as bad as your John Cena was a heel take. Mm. Actually, no, no, it's not as bad. That was still really bad. And, and my number one is Heidenreich. Oh, God. All he did was Heidenreich. It was really weird when he did his little like arm going left and right. You mean, you mean, you mean when he was walking? No, because he did like this, like, like thrusting motion. Like it was only with one arm. Like he didn't move the other arm. Yeah. It would have just walking would have been, you know, if he was moving both arms, but he literally was just doing this weird, like jolly old thing and then made no sense to his character. I mean, Heidenreich just didn't make sense at all. But a lot of things didn't make sense. And then they made him a road warrior, which that was kind of cringy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's my three down. Going up to Spencer. His three up is at number three, he has The Fiend. Let me in. Okay. Yeah, that's actually, that's actually a good one. All right. John Cena, you can't see me. Apparently, he's also a heel. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, everybody knows this one. This is the the one everybody after he he went from the doctor of Dugonomics to you can't see me, and then the memes happen. Yeah, yeah. it's funny too because now people chant John Cena sucks to the beat. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When like uh well. So I had a friend that went to Survivor Series when they had it here in Houston and they were recording like when John Cena came in they're like, John Cena sucks! John Cena sucks! Wow. Yeah, people actually can't think that. Yeah, you know, people I guess now John Cena's a heel. (laughs) He went went Hollywood. (laughs) Total heel now. Actually, you know what? His heel turn was in the Fast and Furious. There you go. You, you're right. He did have a heel turn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, not, I'm never going to let you go with that one. And number one, Steve Austin, Stone Cold. Nice. I mean, you hear that glass shatter. Sorry. Yeah, Stone Cold. A legend. All right, everyone, what's your three up? All right, so my three up is number three. Ironically, it's the, oh, actually, not ironically. So it's actually the Matt, Matt Hardy, or I'm sorry, Jeff Hardy, the theme song, you know. His solo dun, one dun, or, dun, or what? Dun, dun. Like whenever, whenever, uh, whenever they would come in as a team, tag team. The Hardy Boys theme song? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I don't know why you, why you had like, okay, yeah, the Hardy Boys. Yeah, so, the Hardy Boys. Alright, let's so, go. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my number three. Number two. Um, I was, I'm kind of, Kind of torn between two. So one, you remember uh, Randy Orton's uh, old school team, 
the I guess uh, not the first one, but Nothing I think you like can the say. second one. Yeah, that one. So that one or uh, Mankind's theme song with the All car right. crashing at the beginning. You can have both. Yeah, so I'm going to have both of those at number two. And then my number one, if you smell what The Rock is cooking. Okay. Yeah. It's just it's a badass. It's a badass song there, sir. All right. All right. For my three up, I'm at number three. I have, it's a tie between the, the Hardy Boys theme song and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay, okay. So, so me and you have the same kind of mentality right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they both get you hyped, but you know, as soon as you hear it, you, the crowd goes crazy. Yep. So, uh, number two is Kane, Slow Chemical by... Uh, oh, yeah. By, uh, what's the name of that band? Uh, Finger Eleven. Was yep. that Finger Eleven? Damn. Yep, it was Finger Eleven. As slow chemical. Oh, I mean, they're more known for Paralyzer, but they also had slow chemical, mm. which was the the song that Kane walked into. And honestly, I prefer that one over uh, Paralyzer. Yeah, I mean, both songs are good. And my number one, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie, there's some bias to it, <laughs> and that is Edge's Metalingus. Oh, okay. Wait, is it? Oh, man. I'm trying to think. What? You know, Alter Bridge? Yeah, I think so. You think so? I'm telling you what it is. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Alter Bridge. That's the reason. That's where my bias is because I, I really like Alter Bridge. And as a matter of fact, Edge actually just changed his song to The Other Side by Alter Bridge as well. Mm. So, because, you know, obviously Edge has a relationship with Alter Bridge. Like, he's actually cool with the band. And, uh, and, and Alter Bridge, I know, I know, it's Creed without Chris Strap. I get it. Or Scott Strap. I get it. Mm-hmm. I know, it's Creed. Just without the lead singer. <laughs> they still rock, okay? <laughs> still yeah. a great band. I can, I can like Alter Bridge and make fun of Creed. You can do that. <laughs> We could do this in this world. Even though you you do the voice perfectly. An impersonation is it doesn't have limits, Edward. I do impersonations, but I don't like it. Doesn't doesn't I didn't say it there, but <laughs> perfect. Don't make me turn a heel like like John Cena did that one time. Yeah, you can. It's fine. <laughs> It was going to look over everything to prove that John Cena was a heel. No, I mean, what you mean? I mean, shoot. Hmm? I'm actually going to try to find it. You're actually going to try to find his heel? I'm going to try to find it. (laughs) Ah, Jesus Christ. Maybe when he tried to take on The Undertaker. I don't know. Maybe. The American Badass, maybe. What? John Cena, 
the American badass? Maybe. Maybe, I don't know. Okay, well, clearly everyone needs to go to bed. <laughs> so, want to give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network. Check out their website, www.bellyupsports.com. Also, follow them on Twitter at Belly Up Media. Um, so, you guys know what's going on with Belly Up TV. All the podcasts that are dropped in there as well. Also, shout out to Alejandro Gomez and AG Graphics for the creation of the Instagram FC logo. We love the logo. So, make sure you guys, if you guys need a logo done, follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, at a.g.graphics with an X. Also, shout out to Roosevelt Spencer, namesake of the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award. Obviously, the award that we give at the end of the year to the player that's most voted for Players of the Week is who we deem uh, Player of the Year. Um, we're going to have a, a special ceremony where because Edward lost the singing bed, so he's going to go ahead and sing uh, for that Yay. episode. Oh, as, well, as well as other songs that he has to sing. Uh, but yeah, and also Spencer's the reason why, you know, tries to make us sound good on those singing beds because of, because of all his hard work. So follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, at that guy dope. Thanks for listening. Shout out to our great partners. Um, obviously, Fanatics, uh, Audible, in the clutch.com. Uh, go ahead and check all those great stuff out. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to episode 89 and catch us next week for episode 90. Take care, guys. Tonight you became the youngest player in UEFA Champions League history to score first half hat-trick. How are you feeling right now? I feel very good. Anything else? Uh, you ask how I feel, I asked. I answered. What's the secret? 17 goals now this season in nine games. To work hard. How was it for you when you weren't scoring in the short time that it was? Yeah, it's uh, it's of course shit. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.